creating and rekindling memories. NHR. Isn't that absolutely gorgeous? That is Shine a Light, uh, taken from the album Face to Face by Susie Quattro and Katie Tunstall. And uh, I, I will give you a bit of a warning. I have already warned Susie that I may turn into a bit of a fanboy halfway through. Um, I, but uh, I'm so, so pleased to welcome to the show uh, the, such a, a wonderful rock artist, Susie Quattro. Good morning, Susie. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Oh, so much better since I've heard you. Uh, I'm so. <laughs> now that I, I, there's so much that we could talk about, but I'm going to skip a lot of it because I think a lot of people know uh, about the, the 70s and, and Susie Quattro of the 70s. So uh, I, I just want to go back um, a little bit further than that. But first of all, you're a doctor of music, aren't you? I am Dr. Quattro. Yes, can I help you? Oh, <laughs> oh, you, you definitely could, Susie. Believe me, I can. I can. <laughs> it's the elements that uh, I need uh, bits rubbing on, but uh, I think Dr. Music d- doesn't quite cover that. But, uh, but I mean, that that must have been a, such a great honour um, for for that to be uh, be bestowed on you. I think that was at Liverpool, wasn't it? Where that was a uh, no, was no. I, I got my uh, I got my degree at Cambridge University, but ah. the the amazing thing is I didn't even graduate high school, and there I was. Me being married on a doctor of music, oh my God, it could have knocked me over with a feather. In fact, you know that's um, where very much so my my ideas in that song and Katie's together, but mine were taken from my speech that I gave when I got my doctor's degree, and I had it all prepared in cap and gown and all these intellectuals, and I got out a bit of paper, and instead of reading the paper, I pushed the paper aside, as is my way, and I found myself saying. We all have a journey in life to go inside and find our light, switch it on and let nobody switch it off. That may, that brings tears to my eyes. And then I started to cry on the podium. So there you go. <laughs> well, it's a it's a big honor for, for anyone. So uh, it um, is. Yeah, definitely. And I also sort of realized this morning as well, because you played Annie Oakley on stage. Um, it would have been Annie Oakley's birthday today as well. Isn't that it, a coincidence? Yes. Isn't that funny? Yes. Wow. The way things take... Wow. And it's called, you know, it's just uh, synergy. But um, she had a light shine on her, didn't she? There you go. Oh, definitely. Yes. I mean, anyone would have thought that I'd have planned this, but, you know, I'm not that clever. Um, so <laughs> talking about um, stage appearances, your first stage appearance, I believe, was playing bongos in your dad's jazz band. I mean, how old were you then? I was about seven. And he used to let me go. My, my mother, bless her soul, she never found out while she was alive that sometimes instead of dropping me off at church, he took me to his gig, <laughs> which I think is brilliant. So there you go. That's my debauchery. It started with my father. <laughs> well, we've got your dad to thank. Uh, for, uh, and It's Art, your dad's name, wasn't it? Am I right in thinking that? Say again? Uh, your dad's name it was Art, I believe, wasn't it? Yes, I'm yes. quite Yeah, so we, we've got Art to thank for, for well, basically the, the last 50-odd years uh, of music from you. So the, the brilliant stuff. Now, as I yeah. said, everyone knows you from your 70s glam rock hits, but, uh, I mean, you were a trailblazer at that time for women musicians. Uh, did you realise at that time the impact uh, that you were having for women in rock, at, you know, sort of when you first started? I was, I was the first. Um, I didn't have a role model, so... That's that's how it was. I did not know what I was doing. I'm very honest about it. I was simply being who I am. And I didn't realize that all those years, all those years that I was changing the musical world until I was watching my documentary in 2019 in London. First time I'd seen it with a big audience. 
and I snuck in because I was supposed to go up for the Q&A afterwards, but I wanted to see it. And uh, all these women came up, one after the other, including KT, um, Chrissy Hine, Debbie Harry, Joan Jett, Lita Ford, Kathy Valentine, I know I'm forgetting some people, um, everybody. And they all said at different points in the documentary that none of them would have done what they did unless it was for me. And then again, I started to cry, get quite emotional. But that's honestly the first time I realized, and in truth, what I had done, because I didn't know. Now, at that time when you first started um, out as Susie Quattro in, in the early 70s with the glam rock um, uh, and, and everything, um, did, did you sort of, was it easy for you as a woman in rock to, to get started? Did people take you seriously? Um, I mean, what, what was it like when you first started trying to break, it, break through? Well, I took myself seriously, which was the main thing. My father had four girls and one son, and he brought us up to be quite independent, never thinking that we couldn't do something we want to do. And I was raised in a musically professional family. Um, I never thought of myself as a woman. I just thought of myself as a cultural and a musician. So if that was happening around me, I didn't see it. I ignored it. I found out through my life that if you put out the confidence then, and, and the self-belief, then you're going to get that back. Nobody messed with me. Well, definitely not. I mean, you, you may be sort of small in stature, but I tell you what, you're a little fireball. Um, you are still on. I saw you at the Nottingham Motorpoint Arena a few years ago with um, the, the, it was like a 70s tour with David Essex, uh, the Bay City Rollers, Smokey uh, were there as well. And I took my son who, I mean, he's 20 now, so he'd probably be, what, about 16 uh, then. And you know, typical 16-year-olds, they're, they're not sort of that into old 70s uh, music. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, he became a Susie Quattro fan that night. Um, he did after seeing <laughs> you on stage. That's what I like. That's so, what I like. That's my aim. If there's one person out there not going for it, I'll find you. Yeah. <laughs> and and he just loves the, sort of, the, you know, that, that women in rock um, type, type feel. So, yeah. Now, over the years, you, you've been involved in stuff like documentaries. You've done documentaries, had your own TV talk show, performed on stage, as we, we've said in musicals, appeared in TV shows like Midsummer Murders and Ab Fab. Um, but one thing I want to ask you about is what was it like being Leather Tuscadero in Happy Days alongside the legend that is Henry Winkler as the Fonz? Absolutely fantastic. Uh, it was a decision I made to they wanted me to come out and audition and I agreed to do that. I got the part for three seasons. It's one of the highlights of my life. You know, to be a part of that iconic TV show is wonderful. I got the second most fan mail after Henry, which I had no idea until I went back to say hello to everybody. Um, and I've kept the friendship of Henry and Ron Howard. So a very good experience all around. And and just just a great piece of um, iconic seventies TV, really. Um, just seeing you know you and the Fonz and everyone else uh, on on there as well. Now the new album, uh, which we've been uh, we've been playing. The album's called Face to Face. It's with Katie Tunstall. Um, it, it's a, a very different sound to the music that we know you for. Um, I mean, how did the recording with Katie come about? How did you two meet? We met briefly at an Elvis concert. I was doing uh, the thing in Hyde Park, and so was she. I played with the TC band, a TCB band. I went backstage, said hello. That was kind of basically a very, very brief. And uh, then again, when I was watching my documentary, KT popped up. I was watching the rough cut before I approved it to be released. And there she was. And I went, oh, because I was a fan. 
and I had no idea she was a fan. So I had a mutual friend that did the footage, if you've seen the um, the video for Shine a Light. Yeah. And he said, should we put you two together? And she gave me a call. We had a quick lunch together where she was recording in London. She wanted to write something with me remote, so she sent me what she had, m- more the Rocky track. That one was um, Overload. And then I sent her back, go kind of hot. And by that, by two times remote, we were ready to meet. We knew something was happening. So I invited her down to the house to stay overnight. We had about three or four nights here, barefoot in the front room. And we started to talk and we started to write. And it just was like the most natural, wonderful, creating experience of my life. We just, we became very good friends and we became emotionally naked for this album. We really went the distance with each other. Do you see this album as, as, I don't know, a departure from the norm because the sound is so different? Or or is this just another side of Susie Quattro that we've not discovered until now? I've always had this side, always. I mean, on every single one of my albums, you'll hear some ballads. I mean, two years ago, I had on My Heart and Soul, I Need Your Own for Christmas. That's very soft. But what happened with this particular project was because we're both successful artists in our own right, albeit different generations, we allowed the respect to go back and forth. Nobody steered the ship, which is important. And I went a little towards her, and she went a little towards me, and we created this brand new sound. It is a new sound. It's something between the two of us, and I I can't explain it, but it it happened, and it's magical. The album itself is just full of so many good songs. I absolutely adore The Ladies' Room. It's... I, 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 I found the comedy <laughs> side laugh, in right? <laughs> it. Exactly. Um, and just listening to those, as a man listening to those words, you know, uh, that and that, it just really made me smile. I love that track. And another one of my favourites on there is uh, Good Kind of Hot um, as well, which is a great track. Um, there's so many brilliant tracks. I mean, there's only 10 tracks to choose from, um, but every every single one of them is a favourite uh, of mine at the moment. I just cannot keep the, the album out of the CD player. Thank you uh, very I, much. I, Thank I, you. I just love it to bits. So. I mean, what's your favourite track from, from the album? Oh, God, it's so hard. Somebody asked KT that the other day on one of the interviews of hers I've written. She has said hers is Illusion. Yeah. Um, it's hard to pick, but I... I have found myself saying this more than once. As far as a song goes, a song, I think it's face to face. Yes, yeah. As I say, it'd be difficult for me to pick, and you know, with you sort of being the creator of the album with Katie, um, oh. you know, it, I suppose it's like asking you to choose your favourite child. Um, it, oh, it's it's impossible. Yeah. And, and my son produced it, as you know, my son. Yes. Uh, he did a great job doing that. It's when I listen to them all, they all, they, they've all got a life of their own, don't they? Really. Yes. They, they do, and you, you don't get that in a lot of sort of modern albums. Uh, to, I'm sounding very old-fashioned here, aren't I? Um, but uh, this is just every single track is its own little piece of drama uh, and just just a, a lovely thing to listen to, basically. So I told you, I'm, going to, well, I'm we, turning into fanboy no, again. It's okay. <laughs> we really cared about this album. As we got deeper and deeper into it, you know, we we realized we were just really doing something special. You could you could feel it, you mm. know. Um, and and we just got to trust each other more and open up more. And you know, there were some. I I, I always have said, um, and and Katie agreed with me, that the only little differences between us is that I I'm a in the fire girl. I will go. There's the fire. I'll walk right into it burn and come out the other side that's me kt sees the fire and observes it 
So as we were riding, I pulled her into the fire, made her burn, and she pulled me out of the fire and showed me that I didn't have to be in pain all the time. So we, and so this is the kind of stuff we do. We just talked and talked and talked for about 45 minutes on each topic that was important to us. And as we're talking, of course, the song is weaving its way through. It's weaving its way. And then all of a sudden, poof, there it is. There's the song. Teamwork and friendship. That, that's, what, uh, that's what it sounds like to me. So yes. now, I'm, I'm just going to go back to, because you mentioned Elvis um, a, a little while ago. Um, and, uh, I mean, Elvis started off on the Sun Records label. You also uh, have had music <laughs> released on the Sun Records label, haven't you? I think it's fantastic because he's been on my shoulder since I've been five and a half years old. So many different epiphanies, too long for me to tell you, at mm. least 11 or 12, um, where he's, I wasn't supposed to meet him. I was invited, but I said no in in 74. Um, just everything in my life he's had a hand in, and now I'm on Sun. I mean, come on, you can't write this stuff. De- definitely not. So, And, and, and it, at times you can hear that influence as well, especially with soul uh, that Elvis um, had in his voice as well. So now that I, I know that you're touring uh, at the moment, you're going to be all over Europe, and uh, there's a few dates. Oh yeah, here. and I must mention. Let me just mention quickly because it's very important. Mm. This is the fiftieth uh, year since Can the Can was number one. I know. Yeah, so to celebrate that, I'm doing five really big gigs in the UK and Wales. I'll just quickly say them. Then I've done it. The twelfth is of November. The twelfth at Carter St David's Hall. Thirteenth Brighton Dome. 15th, London Palladium, 16th, Wolverhampton, the Halls of the Civic, and 18th, UK, uh, Manchester, Bridgewater Hall. There you go. So the Manchester one, I think, is the closest one um, to us. So okay. uh, it, it, it's going to be an, an amazing show. As I say, I, I saw you live a few years ago and just completely blown away with the energy um, that you'd got. And that bass guitar is about as tall as what you are. Um, it's, a, it's big. I, I, was given, I was given that when I was 14 by my father. I said, Dad was starting a band. I'm going to be playing bass, even though I already played percussion and piano. And he said, okay, I'll, I'll give you one to play with. And he gave me a 1957 Fender Precision, which is the Rolls Royce of basses. I did not know that there was smaller basses available or lighter ones. or this. I had no idea. All I know is this is what I was given, and this is what I learned. Wow. And, I mean, it, it looks a heavy bass. I don't know how heavy it, it is. is. It, it looks heavy, yeah. So, so. I mean, how's... But I don't notice it anymore. <laughs> well, exactly. It's those muscles that you've got under those, that, le- uh, that leather. So, um, how has touring changed for you then since the early 70s? Um, has it got easier with, with sort of technology and sort of... How has it changed? Um, well, for me personally, it's... It's it's more fun now because I'm now doing my dream show for like since my, since 2015. Uh, I started to do my two hour solo show with an interval, which is what you're going to be getting on these UK dates. Um, and you can hear everything from 73 up until 2023. It's a joy to be able to do the whole rainbow of what I can do, you know? And I like it sometimes I talk, so I play the piano, play the drums, do a bass solo, play all your favorite hits. It, it is my dream show. So it's better now. Before you were kind of more in a, not boxed in, but more kind of forced to do a certain thing, you know, when you first begin, because that's what your fans want. But as they grow and you grow, then it just becomes a celebration of a very long career. Exactly, and there's a lot of music in there um, as well as well to play some massive, massive oh, hits God, yeah. that, that, yeah. that that we've been playing on, on Nottingham Hospital Radio. Well, f- 
since forever, um, basically. So, um, so the album is out now. Um, it's called Face to Face. Uh, it's Susie Quattro and Katie Tunstall. As I mentioned before, BBC Radio 2 have made it their album of the week for the whole of Yay. next week. Uh, <laughs> so you, you're going to hear loads of tracks on, on, on the radio all over the place and here on Nottingham Hospital Radio um, as well. Um, we, we are going to play out with uh, the track that you've chosen, Truth as My Weapon. Um, so, Susie, it's been an absolute pleasure. And th- this, you have made this fanboys not only day, but year, basically. Oh, well, thank you very so, much. Uh, it's been an very absolute, kind of you. It's been an absolute pleasure um, speaking thank to you. you. So much we could have talk, uh, talked about, but we'd be here all afternoon. And I know you've got things to do. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> I, all the time. <laughs> thank you so so much for, for giving so up much. your time. Um, and and we'll see you maybe on on one of the uh, one, one of the dates. Um, Probably Manchester. Absolutely. Probably Manchester. So, thanks so much. That's the eighteenth. Eighteenth. Lovely stuff. We'll, we'll put a. Okay. We'll get all the dates uh, put up on there. Susie, have a great rest of the weekend, and we'll see you soon. Bye. You too. Bye. Take care. Did you know that Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity? As a result, we rely on people like you to donate to it. All our members are committed volunteers who run the service for the benefit and entertainment of the patients in the Queen's Medical Centre and City Hospitals. Research has shown that listening to hospital radio can positively benefit a patient's recovery, and we think it's a very worthwhile thing to do. Donating to NHR is easy and rewarding, so please log on to nhradio.org.uk and go to the donate page. That's nhradio.org.uk slash donate. You'll be glad you did, and thank you. (laughs) 